Welcome to the S-Files, sponsored by Serve Wisconsin, Wisconsin's National Community Service Board. I'm your host, Kyle Flower, Communications and Government Affairs Officer for Serve Wisconsin. S-Files is your look into the impacts and stories of AmeriCorps members and volunteers serving throughout the state of Wisconsin. Each episode, we'll be digging into their service stories, or S-Files, to learn about the people and programs whose service is meeting critical needs across Wisconsin and enriching the lives of the people and communities they serve. In this episode, we are talking with Caitlin Zinner, who served this year with the Eclipse program at UW-Eau Claire at Days Gone By Early Learning Center. So, Caitlin, thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. So, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. The weather outside is great. I'm feeling good. Well, wonderful. Just so excited you're here to talk this about your service. So could you start off by telling us a little bit about your AmeriCorps service with Eclipse? Oh, sure. So like you said before, I served at Days Gone By in Eau Claire, and that was primarily with four and five-year-olds. And I was serving from September to May. And the main goal of that service was just to instill language, reading, and socialization skills in children generally who needed additional support in the classroom. That's great. And so what did your day-to-day service look like at Days Gone By? Yeah, so I was serving from around 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. And during that time, the first couple hours at least were a lot more structured by the teacher. So there were a lot of set activities and group plans. The kids would trace their names or they would do large motor and fine motor activities like stacking dice with pencils. So that was more focused on helping the kids with their, you know, socialization skills, getting along with one another, helping them focus on what the teacher was trying to help them with, whether that was learning letters or their numbers. And then during more of the afternoon time, that was when I really got to focus on that literacy intervention that Eclipse is kind of about. So they were able to choose from different centers, which included, you know, art center or kitchen center or writing center. And then there was a library center, which is a center I really enjoyed because I could kind of encourage the kids, hey, do you want to go read a book? Let's kind of dive into one of these stories and ask questions that connected more to their lives and got them more interested, invested in the plot and the characters, which was really, really rewarding and a big part of the service that I had. That's wonderful. And so looking at that, how many students were you roughly working with each day when you were at Days Gone By? Sure. So there were about 20 kids in the classroom at a time. And each person who serves with Eclipse is generally partnered with one or two children who they work more specifically with. And in my case, I was paired with one partner child. And while that doesn't mean you just focus on that partner child, a lot of the literacy intervention is focused on working with that specific child because they've been designated by the teacher as someone who might need a little bit more encouragement and focus in terms of those types of skills. And then what was the age range for the child specifically you're working with and then the classroom as a whole? Yeah, the classroom as a whole was four and five-year-olds. And I was also working with a four-year-old in the classroom. So is this student that's going to be going into kindergarten then next year? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. I know a big part of Eclipse is helping to boost those literacy skills before they enter that kindergarten classroom to really build them up when they're ready to go for school. And with Eclipse, the program is part of the university. So how many days a week were you in the classroom? And then how many days a week were you taking your own courses at UW-Eau Claire? Yeah. So I was in Eclipse throughout the whole course of the school year on Tuesdays, And Thursdays, I was actually in the classroom at days gone by. And then the other days doing coursework on 
one of those days, Eclipse had their own class that we attended just to make sure that we were, you know, set with our interventions. We didn't have any questions. We were continuing to learn equity, diversity, inclusivity training, that kind of stuff. And then, of course, we had our team meetings as well on one of those days where we would work with our teams. We had a couple other team members at each site that we were with. So I had two other team members working with me at Days Gone By. And that was really nice to be able to collaborate with them, bounce any questions or thoughts or ideas about activities we wanted to do with the kids. So that was really nice, too. That's wonderful. And you mentioned doing the library centers, one of those activities they had the choice from. So what are some of the activities you do with the kids when they might have chosen to do another one of the centers? One of my favorite centers was the kitchen center because the kids love to play as like chefs or your waiter. And so they'd like concoct these very eclectic like plates of different food items and things and they'd serve it to you like this is fine dining you know <laughs> and they were so so excited to kind of get to play as like adults that they'd seen in real life you know like they'd gone to restaurants before they'd seen how that worked so they loved to create the food and then there was also play money that they had to so they would like charge you for the food and they just got so, so excited when they got to kind of play like an adult kind of thing. That's wonderful. And it's great that you can also build up your rapport and relationship with the kids doing those activities. And then it probably helps encourage them and want them to participate even more on the literacy side, too. Right. Yeah, it really does. It just makes them both more comfortable with you. And also it builds those team skills that you kind of need at such a young age. These kids were working together to make these different food plates and like delegating different tasks to each other. And it was really cool to see kids that were so young being able to work together to create something all together. So that was cool. That's great. And so what were some of the different literacy targets or literacy goals you're working with the students on achieving? It all depends on where the student is at. And for my student, she was actually primarily a Spanish speaker. So those goals and skills are definitely going to look different than a child who primarily speaks English. So what we worked on a lot was building up that vocabulary and understanding of different words, getting into rhyming, different rhyming words and skills. And then at the very end, of our time together, trying to build those vocabulary words into understanding a story. Because if you don't understand the foundational words that you're using, you can't really understand the entirety of a plot or a story or get to know the characters really. So it was just that focus on gradually increasing her interest and ability in reading and then connecting what she was reading maybe to her own life, which is more of a high level skill. That's great. And it sounds like it's a big combination of putting those literacy pieces together, but also that foundation of just the vocabulary and maybe using all those other activities you're doing to build up the vocabulary and give you the basis to work with them on. Right. Definitely. I definitely think doing things like playing in the kitchen or or playing in there was a dollhouse and asking her, oh, what's your character doing right now? And having her respond and having her talk about what she's doing and what things she's using can definitely translate into then maybe reading a story about a chef or reading about 
someone's dollhouse. I think just having those activities in the classroom and having those diverse experiences helped definitely in the literacy area. And it's just great how interconnected it is, especially with that young age, how you can build so many different things with all those different activities in such fun ways. And then Caitlin, why did you decide to serve as an AmeriCorps member this year with the Eclipse program? Actually, the summer before I applied for Eclipse, I had been working in UW-Eau Claire's Human Development Center, and I was actually conducting research on literacy interventions in elementary and middle school age children. And through that, I just gained an interest and passion in instilling those kind of literacy skills. And one day I'd gotten this email It was just one of those informational emails from Eclipse. I happened to click on it and I was reading about it. I was like, wow, this is like exactly what I'm doing, except with a younger age group. And how cool would it be if I could take kind of the skills that I was using in my research and apply that to a younger population? So that really influenced me to want to apply and see how I could use, you know, my previous knowledge in kind of a new setting and a new situation. That's fantastic. That's so amazing that you had that literacy foundation already and just got to apply it, like go from the research to the hands-on on the younger level. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then what have been some of your favorite memories or some highlights from your service of this last year? One of the most rewarding things throughout my service was seeing how specifically like my partner child was able to grow in her interest in books and reading because at the beginning of the year she really didn't want anything to do with the library center I would maybe ask a couple times hey do you want to go read a book in you know library and she'd be like no I was like okay and you know that's when you go to different centers and try to still incorporate those literacy skills in different situations and I think as she grew in that confidence and maybe more interest in like characters and reading, I'll never forget the first time she came up to me during center time. I think I was with a different group of students at that time, but she came up to me and tapped me on the shoulder and was like, do you want to go in the reading center? And I was so excited. I was beyond ecstatic that she wanted to go, she took it upon herself to ask me to go read. And that showed me that not only had she grown in interest and confidence, but she was also willing to approach me and ask if I wanted to go with her, which showed that our connection had also grown during that time. So that was one of the biggest highlights of my service, just seeing the work that I had been putting in to helping her gain those literacy skills and seeing an actual result in her growth and interest in reading in the library center. That's fantastic. That's such a great story of just that that moment that it kind of clicks in for you and to see like, oh my gosh, this is, you really are loving this and you want to learn to read. That's amazing. Yeah, it was so rewarding. It was great to see just how helpful it was for during that year and how helpful that attitude will be going into, you know, kindergarten or first grade and all the grades beyond now. It was just really exciting to see. It's wonderful. And then you mentioned that you had some other Eclipse members that were serving at the same site as you and you were doing taking the class with some of the other Eclipse members. Are there any other activities that you did as a service cohort? Yeah, so we did read-alouds that essentially each person on our team was delegated a task, whether that was reading the book or recording the person reading the book, you know, editing it, putting it all together. And then we would post the read-aloud on YouTube and people could then access those read-alouds to do with their kids. It was really fun, especially watching people do the read aloud with the book because you're not really doing it to an audience. But like 
the other team members would be the audience for them. So they'd be reading like one example is we did don't let the pigeon ride the bus. And it was just fun to see our team member try to interact with us as he was reading it and try to get us involved. Like maybe if a kid was watching it on the other screen, like watching YouTube, they would also be getting involved and laughing and having a good time watching the pigeon try to ride the bus. So That was kind of a fun group activity we did as a team. Just another way to give some parents resources to use in order to instill those literacy skills in their children. That's wonderful. And that's such a great activity to be able to bring the literacy beyond the classroom into the home for folks. It was pretty fun. And it was funny just to see our team members overacting in their reading, because that's a lot of times that's what you have to do when you read with kids. You have to be the most excited to get them really captivated and interested in the story. Do you remember any of the books that when it was your turn to be the reader, did you have one or two favorites that you remember reading? I actually, we did two read-alouds and three team members. So I never had to do one of the read-alouds. We did Where the Wild Things Are. That one was fun also to watch. We had a team member reading who was like, okay, pretend to be the wild thing. And so we were behind the camera like, you know, (laughs) acting like a wild thing. Like you can just imagine a kid watching that on YouTube and being like, like pretending to be the wild (laughs) thing. So it's just fun to imagine kids actually watching the read-aloud and interacting with the story despite, you know, that virtual disconnect between reader and the watcher. It can be amazing the reactions you can get from those. When you see someone else reading the books, you can still have that very tangible reaction, just like it's live in front of you. And then with the service year ending in May, what are some plans now that you finish your AmeriCorps service term? I actually received Fulbright grant to go abroad and teach English in Spain, which I, I'm very excited about. And the fact that Eclipse gave me this opportunity to both, you know, work with a primarily Spanish speaking student and then be instilling those literacy skills, I think will be extremely beneficial going abroad and doing that same exact kind of thing with Spanish speaking students, instilling those English literacy skills. So I'm really, really excited about both the opportunity to go abroad and, you know, the skills that I've picked up from the service I had over this past year. Well, that's wonderful to be able to pick those up. Then congratulations on getting that Fulbright Award. Thank you. And then what age group of students will you be working with? I haven't been placed in a specific school yet, but most likely elementary or middle school age students are the ages I'll be working with. That sounds great. That'll be just a wonderful experience. Yeah, I'm so excited just for the opportunity and being immersed in a different culture and adding in that component of those literacy skills and having the skills that I have. It's just very exciting. Congratulations. And congratulations on recently graduating as well. Is that correct? I did recently graduate. Yep. Just graduated this May with a major in psychology and Spanish and a minor in neuroscience. So very exciting. That is exciting. Well, congratulations. And it's such a cool opportunity for the next few steps to get to use some skills you learned in your AmeriCorps service with Eclipse and then take it internationally to help teach English. I'm really excited. And I think the skills that I've gained have really prepared me for the opportunity. That's wonderful. Well, Caitlin, we just want to say thank you so much for your AmeriCorps service this year with Eclipse and good luck with your new adventure and using those skills to teach English overseas. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me today. And then thank you again to Caitlin for sharing about her AmeriCorps service this year with Eclipse and giving us another story we can file under service. Thank you for tuning in to the S-Files podcast. 
produced by Serve Wisconsin. I'm your host, Kyle Clower. Your producer is Serve Wisconsin intern, Anna Daniker. And as always, a big thank you to everyone that serves here in Wisconsin. Remember, the S and S file stands for service. And you are the reason we have so many great stories to highlight. Tune in next time for another page pulled from the S-Files.